retirement planning is complex and you just can't, you know, go willy-nilly about it for lack of a better term. Right. You have to really take the time and making sure that you're putting things together the right way. When it comes to financial planning, you need to cut through the jargon so that you can understand how to achieve your own retirement success. This is Candid Conversations, Retirement Talk with Ryan Kravitz of Kravitz Financial and Insurance Solutions. Well, glad to have you back on the show. This is Candid Conversations, Retirement Talk with Ryan Kravitz at Kravitz Financial in Orange, California. Got a good show for you today. Ryan, We I think uh, people just think, hey, a financial advisor... You guys are all the same, right? I mean, it, you can work with anybody and it's all the same, but not only do you have different services and different specialties, but you guys also have a bunch of different personalities, right? Yeah, that's definitely true. We're going to dive into that today and, and talk about some of the problematic personalities of maybe some financial professionals you would probably prefer to not work with. And uh, hopefully we'll kind of point you in the right, right direction today. But if you have questions for Ryan, I always encourage you to log on, kravitzfinancial.com, best place to do that. Or you can call 714-462-9155. How's the summer treating you so far? Summer so far is good. It's <laughs> I'm glad it's here. We you know we go through that May gray or June gloom they call it here mm-hmm. uh, every single year, and and we're always kind of like you know waiting for the clouds to go away and looking for the sun. But on the other hand, we also know it's going to start getting real hot. So we get kind of patient during that time, and and then once July hits, it usually starts getting sunny and. Last week or so, it's been it's been warm, so we've been down um, the beach doing things outside. I'm looking forward to the first barbecue of the summer. It hasn't nice. happened yet, but we'll get there. So I always wonder, you know, for somebody that lives um, near the beach like that, how often do you actually get out to the beach and spend time there? Is it four <laughs> or five times a week, or is it because it's there you don't worry about it as much? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So, like – so for us, because we play beach volleyball as a hobby and, and yeah. have for years, uh, we're down there almost every weekend, um, nice. usually just one day, maybe Saturday or Sunday, not both. But the interesting thing is, is that because we go down there so much and it's in you know, with the annual parking pass and it makes it real convenient, that the time when we least like to go down there to play volleyball and such is during the summer which surprises a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and, and the reason is, is because it, it can get so hot and it also can get so crowded. Like we have to get there, you know, early in the day in order to make sure that, you know, parking's easy and all that sort of thing. But the fall and the spring is the absolute best time because it's not very crowded and um, it's easy just to get down there, get a cord and, and uh, have some fun. And even in the wintertime, because yeah. as you know, it's, I mean, it does rain from time to time. Don't get me wrong, or it gets too windy. But most of the year, you can get down there and really enjoy yourself. That's awesome. Well, very good. Hope uh, you listening are having a good summer as well. And today we're going to talk, as I mentioned, about some problematic personalities for advisors because you want to find someone that's trustworthy. You want to find someone that's competent because it is essential for helping setting you up for financial success in the future. And they play a vital role. You do, Ryan, and, and others in your professional play such a key role and helping people make different form decisions about money, investments, and their financial goals as well. So I just want to point out some of these problematic personalities that might indicate, hey, look, maybe you should just maybe meet with someone else, give someone else a chance. This might not be the perfect fit for you. Let's talk about the ghosts. I'm just going to list them out, Ryan, the different personalities. You tell me 
what these different personalities are and what kind of advisor this is. So let's start with the ghost. It's got a, I like the name, the ghost. It seems like a cool person you want to work with, but maybe not for, for what they actually provide service wise. Yeah. Maybe not so much. It's uh, it's good for maybe a Halloween costume or Casper or something <laughs> like that, I guess. Um, but that type of advisor disappears after making the initial deal. They're nearly impossible to contact or get a hold of, even when you have a pressing question or concern. And, and it just, it often baffles me that people will start working with an advisor and, and they tell me stories of how they called their advisor, uh, they wouldn't call them back, they called them two or three times over the course of a, a few days and they still won't get a call back and they continue to stay with that advisor and I I don't understand why. It, it's often baffled me over the years when I've heard those stories and I don't know what the reason is, but I, I will tell you that if you're experiencing that, your advisor absolutely should be calling you back. And every advisor is going to have a different you know, way of doing it. But I can tell you, like for me, you know, if you're a client, you're either getting a call back the same day. I mean, certainly on an urgent matter, you're getting a call back on the same day. But uh, if it's not so urgent and it's just important that we take care of something, at the latest, you're getting a call back within 24 hours. So to hear these stories of advisors just not calling them back and even worse, that people stay with them, that's concerning to say the least. Yeah. So 24 hours is kind of a good if I mean, that's kind of a good, I guess, benchmark. Right. So if if you're not having someone contact you within 24 hours, it might not be a red flag necessarily, but that's kind of a good standard to, to hopefully have uh, your advisor follow. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. like if I got a voicemail and it's, hey, you just have this little issue you want to take care of, uh, give me a call when you have a chance. You know, that's getting the call back within 24 hours, okay. that sort of thing. But if it's a, hey, this is urgent, you know, please call me, you know, that's getting the call back same day. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's the ghost. What about the the one trick pony? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're being told that all your financial fears and all your problems can just magically be solved by the, the financial product that's being dangled in front of you, <laughs> you have to be careful, right? Yeah. I mean, planning for retirement is complex, and it's where that one product meets all your needs. You know, if you've talked to an advisor for less than 15 minutes, for instance, and already he or she, you know, already knows just this perfect solution for you. That's definitely a red flag. I mean, not just probably a red flag. That's definitely a red flag. After 15 minutes, there's no way that you can know exactly what type of plan is going to uh, be appropriate for somebody for the rest of their life, or at least not as a starting point. There's a good chance that if you experience that, they probably you know, do the same type of thing with everyone and recommend the same exact thing to everyone. Mm. Uh, really, it, it would be very rare to get any specific recommendations uh, in, in the first meeting, because really a first meeting should be all about gathering the information and understanding the situation and that sort of thing. And then typically in the second meeting, that's when, in my practice, that's when we'll start to put together like a first draft of, of the financial plan, of the retirement plan, and then we can make some tweaks in the next meeting after that and such. But it's it's a process. It, it's a Retirement planning is complex, and you just can't, you know, go willy-nilly about it, for lack of a better term. Right. You have to really take the time and making sure that you're putting things together the right way. All right. We're talking about problematic personalities that you might find from an advisor. In, the, in, in this industry, there's a lot of buzzwords that are thrown around. I mean, you find them everywhere. It's just kind of part of uh, learning and, and understanding what's happening out there in, in the financial world. But 
those uh, advisors that lean on that a little too much, maybe we'll call them the jargon juggler. Yeah, so this one's the advisor that confuses clients with just a, a barrage of technical financial terms. Uh, different jargon, different buzzwords. And and I think they do this to mask uh, really a lack of clarity that they have or an understanding and transparency about what they're talking about. You know, keep in mind, there's jargon in every field, right? If you're talking to a doctor or a dentist or an attorney or or, you know, engineer, what, whatever it is, every professional has a, there's different jargon that they are used to. And for them, it's just, you know, a common part of their uh, language. And so if you're working with somebody, and as I always say, if you can't explain something simply enough, that's a good sign that they don't understand it well enough, right? So you want to make sure that whoever you're working with, that they're explaining things in terms that um, that you understand. And and here's the other thing. If you don't understand because they're using this jargon, call them out. You know, mm-hmm. say, hey, look, I, I don't understand. I think that's maybe a, a real financial term. Can you explain that to me? Don't just nod your head, pretend like you, you understand. I mean, it, it's call them out on, make sure that you really do understand. And because otherwise things get lost in the in translation, mm-hmm. and it can come back to, you know, to, to bite you later because there's a misunderstanding, really, of, of maybe what was talked about. Yeah, it's easy to, just to kind of say, oh, I don't want to sound stupid. I'm not going to ask what that means. But as you point out, don't, don't be afraid to ask questions. That's, uh, that's part of the process. All right. Um, what about the conversation hog, Ryan? I, I kind of got a pretty good idea of how this person operates. Yeah, exactly. If if most of the initial conversation with an advisor consists of him just talking about his company, his background, his credentials, and his favorite stories, uh, that's a problem. You know, in most cases, you should be doing most of the talking in an initial meeting. I mean, how can someone put together a retirement plan that's customized for you without knowing a lot about you? So really, that first meeting with an advisor, I mean, maybe they'll take a few minutes to kind of give you some background as such, but most of it, they should be asking you questions to to understand you and your situation and figure out how they can help you and if they can help you. All right. So the conversation hog, probably not the person you want to try to uh, spend some time in their office with. And you get a pretty good idea of that uh, if that person is that way early on, I think, with, with them hogging the conversation. All right. Uh, the expensive but empty suit. I guess this is that person that that looks the part, but might not have a lot of substance to back it up. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, don't be fooled by the advisor who spends most of his time trying to impress you by having expensive clothes or a fancy office or a, a, an expensive watch or something like this. I, I remember early on in my career, somebody saying, oh, you should get a real nice you know, watch, you know, hmm. so it, it, you know, it shows nice. And I remember kind of rolling my eyes to myself and thinking, I, I've never enjoyed wearing watches, and I'm not <laughs> going to start now. I, I'm who I am, right? Don't do that. Right. You know, so you want to be careful about that and make, make sure that uh, the advisor you're working with is, is genuine. Look, there's nothing wrong with your advisor being financially successful. In fact, that's almost certainly something that you want to see from the person who's giving you financial advice. But you don't want to work with someone who uses that flashiness and and style to distract you from the fact that they really don't know what they're doing. I mean, your gut usually has a good understanding of this. So give your own intuition some credit on this matter. It's your own intuition is, is smarter than you think a lot of times. All right. We're talking about 
the different personalities you might find when you sit down and meet with an advisor. If you want to sit down and talk with Ryan, get to know him a little bit better, you can always do so by starting uh, with the website, KravitzFinancial.com, or you can call 714-462-9155. Well, there's, there's plenty of bad news out there everywhere we look, Ryan. So the last thing you really need is an advisor that's always pointing out the bad news that's on the horizon. So we're going to call them the Armageddon Prophet. Yeah, so this advisor uses scare tactics just to try to influence clients' decisions. And they may overemphasize the risk of not following their advice or or create a sense of urgency when it's unnecessary. Uh, Symptoms also include constantly predicting gloom and doom. And so you, you have to watch out for this one, certainly, as well. All right. What about the avoider? What uh, what does the avoider typically do? If you ask a lot of questions and all the answers that you get seem to dance around the details and they're not directly answering your questions at all, let this be a warning. Um, it's probably a sign that the advisor feels that you won't like the answers. Yeah, the avoider. We want to avoid them for sure. All right. Uh, what about the fee first scoundrel? Everybody uh, charges some sort of fees, but what about the fee first advisor? Well, some advisors out there don't want to give you any information about their strategy until you've moved your money over to their firm. I mean, it, it is understandable that someone doesn't want to give away their expertise for free, but you should be confident that if you're embarking on this journey together, working with a new advisor, that they understand your needs your goals, and you should have a clear understanding about their approach and their philosophy and make sure that it meshes with yours. And you you need to do that before moving forward. You want to make sure that you're getting on the same page because that's the start of what could very likely be, hopefully, a very long relationship working together. And it's it's all about communication. And so being honest, being transparent about what's happening uh, from the start and all the way through the process, really. I got one more for you here before we close out the show. What about the tortoise? I can imagine a very slow-moving advisor, but what exactly is this? Yeah, so this one sticks to the same strategies year after year, regardless of shifts in the market or the client's life circumstances, uh, which displays a real lack of adaptability and innovative thinking. Sometimes when I, when I meet with somebody new and they kind of tell me about what's been happening in their their financial life and, and how they've transitioned now into retirement. And we start talking about what the financial strategy is as far as getting income from the portfolio and, and you know, what's the strategy is around, you know, when they're going to take Social Security or if they have a pension that they're entitled to and all those types of things. And a lot of times what I will find is that There hasn't been any real change, especially when we're talking about the portfolio as far as, okay, how are we going to invest now that we're retired? And what is the the specific approach that we're going to take to get this income? Which accounts are we going to really withdraw from and why? And and oftentimes at that point, they are withdrawing money from certain accounts to, you know, provide them income in retirement. But there's it doesn't seem, unfortunately, that oftentimes there's a well-thought-out process as to why they're withdrawing certain monies from different accounts and in, in when. So you, you have to have that. Make sure that the advisor that you're working with, you know, if, for instance, they're, they're an advisor that specializes in accumulation planning with younger folks, 
uh, that you recognize that. And if, if you're not working with somebody that specializes in retirement income planning, that you know, perhaps you have a conversation with somebody that, that does, such as myself, that can help you navigate uh, the, the decumulation stage of life or the spending phase of life, which is so important because, quite frankly, you only get one chance to do it right. So you, you, you've got to make sure that you're going in and you're, you're making some good, smart decisions from the start. That's great. Well, I had a little fun with this, some great names for all these different personalities. But if you want to learn more about Ryan and Kravitz Financial, just log on to KravitzFinancial.com. You'll get a lot of info right there from the website, learn about what they do and uh, get that process started. But for Ryan, anyone that wants to actually sit down and have that first meeting, what can they expect from that just that first introduction? It's super casual. I mean, that's the opportunity for us just to kind of get to know each other. Uh, I'm going to have a lot of questions for sure to understand you, your situation, you know, what's important to you, what your goals are, where you are now, what you've done in the past, you know, what's worked, what hasn't worked, all of those things. Uh, certainly, you're going to bring in any necessary um, you know, paperwork, statements, things like that that are going to be relevant to our conversation. But it's, uh, it's a real casual uh, type of conversation, that first meeting. Very good. Again, you can log on KravitzFinancial.com, get that process started, or give him a call, 714-462-9155. All right, we'll close out this episode of Candid Conversations, Retirement Talk with Ryan Kravitz. Ryan, enjoy the summer, and I hope the beach volleyball goes well soon. Thank you, sir. You as well. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. Kravitz Financial and Insurance Solutions and BCM are independent of each other.